in my hands I hold the ashes in my veins black bitch drums in my chest if I can catch them just a mere minute before midnight on Halloween night Hambo is recording part two of the Ham Palace Halloween edition. So, uh, I promised I was going to talk about Monster Squad this part two. Something a little bit more upbeat. Uh, I'm going to touch on that. Um... I might touch on a couple other movies. Um, but let's start. Let's start with this. Um, first of all, I had fantastic Halloween. Actually, it wasn't that great. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ah, dressed up as the governor from uh, The Walking Dead there. And... Uh, The old eye patch got the leather vest. Um, I got to say, it's one of the cheaper costumes I've had. I probably spent a whole a total of twelve dollars on it. Although not many people knew who I was. Uh, again, it's a very niche costume. Uh, leather vest, gray shirt, eye patch, and didn't know I already had this eye patch from the Renaissance Festival. I tried to make it work on the other eye and it wasn't working so um eventually uh, I had to finagle it enough and to where it, I got it on the on the correct eye and it worked so that was awesome um especially after I already uh bought another eye patch that was too big so I went back to my old one. Uh, yeah, I pretty much walked around, um, the street, uh, uh, where I live, and, uh, it's usually not every year I've been here, Halloween hasn't been that big of a deal, but this, this night it had been, uh, a lot more kids out trick-or-treating, and, uh, I was able to pass out some candy right at the door right when I was leaving, so, uh, luckily we had some gummies and uh, some uh, Hungry Howie's uh, seasoning to uh, give out. And, um, yeah, you know, because the kids like the, the seasoning. They need it for the pizza once in a while. It's, you know, so we, we put that in the bags, and that was great. And uh, kept it moving. Um, hey, they got some gummies, too. They got some gummies and, and some lemon heads. So. Anyway, uh, I went on down to the... Uh, clubhouse that they have where I live and um because they were, they were advertising Halloween parties so I'm thinking well maybe this is a maybe just maybe this is an adult Halloween uh party so I walk on over there with my eye patch on and I get in, and, and there's a statue of a skeleton uh, holding a pl plate of candy. 
and um, turn my head to the right, and there's this uh, whole bunch of paper bags on a desk, and um, a woman, uh, you know, in, in a skeleton costume, and she says to me, look, hi, I go, hi, uh, this is the, the party, she's like, yeah, I look around, it's mostly little kids. So I'm like, well, I just want to check out the party and see what it was all about. She goes, okay, are you from such and such uh, community? And I say, no, I'm from, uh, in, this, in this case we'll say, uh, Bunny Oaks, Bunny Oaks community. She's like, oh, well, you're not supposed to be here. You're supposed to, if you're from such and such community... Uh, the Bunny Oaks community has their own clubhouse. They go, oh, okay, I didn't know that. Um, I just wanted to check it out. <laughs> and she's like, okay. Well, I went in and looked, and some of the kids were having hot dogs from earlier. And, uh, there's a pumpkin, you know, big old smiling pumpkin with a light inside. And it's like a, kind of a cafeteria-style thing going on. So, um... They're serving hot dogs. I was leaving. She's like, well, would you like to have a bag? I go, no, thanks. She goes, oh, I have a bag. I, I grabbed the bag, and, uh, you know, some small talk later, I left, and uh, I noticed that um, in the bag was actually some good candy, some Kit Kats, some Snickers, a pencil. Um, yeah, some good runs. I love runs, and they're in there. Um, so I, I made it, and uh, made it home. And uh, later, I uh, decided to go out to the bars and see if there's any, uh, you know, happenings, any costume parties, or pe anyone dressed up at the bars. Turned out there was, but there's very little people at the bars. Went to the first one, and absolutely dead. Couldn't even get the waitress to uh, wait on me. And then the second one... Um, yeah, the second one I went to, and uh, it was uh, it was kind of dead. <laughs> and I had uh, this guy come up to me and say, Hey, uh, hey uh, you want to play pool? So I played a game of pool as the governor. And I made a great combination with uh, the eye patch on. Uh green ball hit the red ball right in the corner pocket it was nice so I try to make the best of it tonight and then I came back home and uh, you know watched The Walking Dead a little bit more there And uh, but earlier and this will tie into the movies um, The Blob was on uh, I've never seen the older version of The Blob, the, the Steve McQueen version just seen bits and pieces this um, blob was the one from the 80s where they have the white uh, suits on, um, containment suits. And uh, it was towards the end where uh, the blob comes through the sewers and starts, uh, you know, grabbing people and smacking them on, a, on, on the ground. Sucking them down the sewer. Well, I was, uh, I was watching that part and I, I remember... Uh, there's some pretty good parts in that movie, like in the beginning of it. Um, this guy's on the date with his chick, and uh, he goes over to make out with her, and she's knocked out. And uh, 
when he goes to check up and make his move, it turns out the blob was, uh, it was like inside her dress or inside her mouth or something. And they got him. <laughs> that was pretty, pretty interesting. Um, they did some interesting things in that one. Uh, they have a crazed preacher, um, who thinks it's the end, end of, end of days when uh, the blob starts going down the street. I don't know if that was in the original, but, um, I know he's got, he's got a part of the, the blob at home. Uh, at the end of it, he kept a little bit and they destroyed most of it. And, you know, if you just keep a little bit of the blob, it, it, they can eat whatever. He's got a little bit of it of it in a jar. And uh, he's all scarred up. And, uh, yeah, he's all crazy. So I thought that was kind of a neat ending to that movie. Um, and uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. Uh, of course, Halloween was on. That classic. And The Fog was on. Which was fitting because I just watched The Mist um, a few days ago, prior to that, and there's a lot of similarities to the the mist and the fog. Um, but the fog doesn't have a, as much as, a, as a, of a downbeat ending where everyone. Uh, well, I'm not going to spoil it for you if you didn't see The Mist, but. Um, Y'all, this is this is what was cool. Um, the Simpsons Halloween specials. Every year they come up, I think, with a new Halloween special, and uh, that's that's something that I'm, <coughs> I'm gonna dive into again in marathon. Are those specials? They're really great. <coughs> uh, this one they had uh, Homer, and he was uh, walking up and down the streets of uh, Springfield. Uh, and he kept eating everything <coughs> because he ate this slime or something like that. And he, he ate the blob and he started to become a blob. And he started eating people in Springfield and just going down the street. He started by eating Bart. And then he he ate the cat and he kind of hit the cat on the stomach and knocked the cat out. And uh, he kept walking down the... Uh, street there and getting bigger and bigger and just grabbing people out of the out of the, out of the businesses uh, he grabbed comic book guy and uh, a couple Germans from Oktoberfest and they're like what did we ever do to deserve this and they're like oh and then they disintegrate in his stomach um, there's a lot of funny parts just like <laughs> he, gra he grabs the cast from the Facts of Life reunion <laughs> he eats some they disintegrate in his stomach. There's just a lot of funny stuff. Um, and of course, the Scotsman. The Scotsman's there. And uh, he's got a great line where, uh, I think, Principal Skinner, he uh, gets used as a yo-yo up and down this building, I think. And uh, he gets sawed in half, and then uh, the Scotsman comes over, and he says, well, you, you make a better, uh, you, make, you make better mulch than you do a man. And, uh, <laughs> that, that was just, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to marathon those. Um, lately I've been playing, uh, Ghostbusters, the video game. This is the Atari game that came out probably about close to five years ago. And, uh, Bill Murray, Harold Ramis, 
Dan Aykroyd and um, um, Ernie Hudson. It took a while for me to remember his name. Um, they're in this in the video game, and it's a lot of fun. You play a new recruit, and you start off in the firehouse, and it's pretty neat. You learn about um, Tolkien Spirit Guide and the PKE meter and all the equipment. You can upgrade uh, all that stuff. But the graphics are, gr are really neat, and they use a lot of the ghosts from the movies, Ghostbusters 1 and 2, and, and they revisit some of the uh, sets um, from the first movie and the second one. Like the first one, they it's um, they go to that hotel where they first trapped Slimer because they got to go get him again. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Bill Murray is in it with his voice. It's great. It's really neat. And then uh, Dan Aykroyd, his, his voice isn't Harold Ramis. It seems a bit like they're reading off cue cards, but still, it's their voices, and, and it's they got some funny uh, lines in it, and it's cool. It makes you feel like you're in a sequel to the Ghostbusters, which is really neat. Um, Stay Puff is in it again. You kind of take them on early on. Um... Who else is in it? Um, you take on this un uh, this ghost fisherman in the hotel, and he makes the whole hotel uh, like an ocean. And uh, he has a funny backstory. He's he's like, well, this is a guy that he never went out to the ocean to be a sailor because his whole family died, so he wanted to avoid the curse. So he opened up a restaurant, and then one day he went out sailing um, and, he, and he accidentally drowned or something like that and he had, it was a big regret and I don't know, some of these ghosts in this game have good backstories um, really neat the graphics are, are well done I kind of wish they had a, they put you in a POV uh, position so where you don't see the, the actual recruit but you're, you know, you're, it's through your own eyes uh, in this, they have the 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 recruit, and you see him walking around, so he kind of gets in the way sometimes. But really neat game, and only ten bucks on Steam. That's an amazing deal. And uh, it kind of reminded me of my old Ghostbuster game um, from the Commodore sixty four, where you go around and you upgrade your equipment, you you're uh, on your car on the hearse. And that's that's pretty neat, and you get like the little the ghost vacuum. If you have if you if you catch so many ghosts, you make a whole bunch of money. It, there's a very similar thing going on in this one where you're making money in this in this game, and you can uh, afford to upgrade your equipment. Um, and I really like the Commodore 64 game. Uh, he used to have the bouncing ball in front of the logo that would bounce along with the lyrics of the, of the theme. And every time it got the Ghostbusters, you could hit the space bar, and it would go Ghostbusters. And it sounded really weird. It's funny. <laughs> um, yeah, that was neat. And at the end, um, you kind of had to let all the ghosts combine into one of the buildings, so you could fight Stapoff. 
And in this version, you don't go up the building. You have to go in between. You have to go in between uh, Stay Puff's legs into the building, and uh, and he's jumping to the left and right of it, and you have to time it just right. There's this little window where you have to get right into that door, and if you get under the, into the door underneath his his, his jumping legs, you, you, the the screen scrolls up. And uh, you go all the way to the top of the building and you just automatically defeat Zool. So it's kind of weird that you don't actually fight Zool at the end. You fight goes, you know, stay puffed. But you don't really fight him. You just go in between his legs <laughs> into the hotel. But I think everything prior to that was pretty neat. Although it's a little repetitive going having to, having to go and catch ghosts all the time. And it's the same Slimer again and again and again. But... They had some neat things going on uh, with the purchasing and updating of the equipment. And, uh, yeah, there's some neat strategy involved with that. <sighs> trying to think what else, what else. Um, of course, there's the Ghostbusters arcade game. I like that a lot. That was a lot of fun where you kind of go around and you're shooting ghost bullet style like um it's kind of like part Akari Warriors part Commando where it's an overhead view and you're shooting everything and there's a big variety of uh of monsters of ghost monsters in that and really zany ones so um the only thing it, it, you always felt like as exciting as it was that all the overhead levels or I don't know. It, you kind of like it's one of those games that could have kept repeating, and you never feel like, am I making progress? I mean, there's some different villains and stuff, uh, bosses, but you know, I don't know. It's funny. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up. Uh, <clears throat> I uh, what did I play? I, been getting back into uh, involved uh, RPGs again, uh, role playing games, and uh, I I did get I have played this <coughs> um, Call of Cthulhu role playing game, which has been popular. I've never played it; I only just heard about it last year or so. And uh, you basically play a game where you're, you're an investigator in the 1920s. And you got to be careful that you don't lose your mind with the more uh, paranormal things you run into, and and cult members that you run into, and you don't know if the things you're seeing is, is are real or not. And uh, it's in, it's an interesting one. Um, I've been playing that solo to test it out on the mythic uh, game, uh, which is kind of like a. It's like a, you have something called a fate chart, and you kind of roll a percentage to see if you succeeded or failed. But um, And I downloaded a Ghostbusters RPG, which should be really fun. I'm pretty sure it's from the 80s. And uh, that's kind of neat. So I'm going to test that out, too. Or maybe combine both the RPGs. Um... 
Anyway, I'm going to finish this off. Um, oh, yeah. Well, let me uh, touch her, touch on Monster Squad since I, uh, I promised that. Now, one of these days, maybe I'll have a thorough uh, commentary of that movie because I like it so much. Um, always a fun one to watch. The production value is high. Because the special effects and, and the monsters, um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, the writer of it. I'll think of that later. But um, pretty much, you know, you got Wolfman, the creature from the Black Lagoon, Dracula, and Frankenstein in one movie. And that's not cool enough. These kids have to team up to just defeat them. And uh, Dracula is the leader of, of the monster team. And uh, the kids get together with the monster the monster squad. Now here's the thing. You couldn't do a movie like this necessarily because... I mean, they're swearing in this movie. They're, you know, there's... <laughs> there's a little bit of, like, uh, some sexual themes going on. And there's kids characters in it <laughs> and uh i just thought it was, it was so great and uh it was such an underrated movie it still kind of holds up you know the humor and uh you know the wolfman uh you know they stuff uh dynamite in his in his pants and he explodes and pieces of him go all over the place it's <laughs> a violent there's some violent things in it. Like Dracula holds up this little girl and uh, he's basically holding her up with one arm and uh, he calls her a bitch. Um, yeah, there, there's definitely some things that you, that you can't necessarily do these days. And, um, yeah. And, and it, was, it was directed by Fred Decker who is kind of a, a similar directed to, like, Steven Spielberg. Um, and, uh, gosh, I tried to tip my tongue. Forgive me, there's a train. Ah, what is his name? He wrote Lethal Weapon. He wrote The Last Boy Scout. Ah. It's not coming. I can't believe it's not coming to me. It's terrible. It's late. It's late. Um, I'm gonna post it in on the uh, on the description here. <laughs> the struggle is real to remember. Writers, late at night, um, recording podcasts. Struggle is real. Struggle is real. Happy Halloween. Um, you'll be listening to this after Halloween, so. Uh, uh, I hope this was peppier than the last podcast. I think it was. But, uh, yeah. The governor. What a story arc with him. <sighs> he just couldn't redeem himself. He tried. He grew his beard out. He, w he walked alone. And uh, he just couldn't escape who he was. In the end. That was uh, quite an arc for that character. Well done, David Marcy. Well done.
May you have long days and pleasant nights. The last pale light in the west. Oh, the last pale light in the west.